We thank you for your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, one more time. Can you just exalt that name? Can you lift him up? Can you shout out that name that has all power? Jesus. Oh, Jesus. One filled with the Holy Ghost at Louisville Central. One baptized at Louisville Central. Don't know if they baptized at Hope. Not baptized. And I believe tonight somebody could receive the Holy Ghost. If you've never spoken in tongues, as the Spirit gives the utterance, as Pastor Jackson said a little bit earlier, it's still Pentecost Sunday. And it don't have to be Pentecost Sunday. You can receive it any day of the week and any time of the day. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 1. Verse number four. And being assembled together with them, Jesus with the apostles commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Acts 2, 1 through 3, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. Tonight I want to preach to you from this subject, Here Comes Heaven. Make contact with somebody next to you. And let's pray. The Lord would have his way for the next few moments. Anoint me, Jesus. Let us be in one mind and in one accord. Let there be a sweeping. Let a wind from heaven sweep through this sanctuary. Help us to receive what you have for us. We drive out anything, Lord, that could distract. We lay down anything that could cause us to miss what you have for us. And we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. We thank you right now for how you're going to encourage and uplift and strengthen and refresh and renew, oh God, and revive and resurrect. In Jesus' name we pray. Clap your hands one more time before you're seated. seated. So there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them. Nobody in that room was left out that day. Every single person that was gathered there received 
power from on high as the Holy Ghost came on them. And I believe that tonight that the Lord wants to settle on every single person in this room tonight. That if you're here, you matter. You're a part of the body. You're a part of this army. You've got a special role that you are playing in this church. And I believe that the Lord has a little something for everybody in this place. That's what I love about God. He is not limited. He, he doesn't have to just minister to certain people going through certain things on a given night and catch people that are going through other things the next service. But he can touch every single life. He can minister to you wherever you are at. Whatever you're going through, we got a room full of people. All of us are not in the same place, but the Lord can minister to every single one of us. And I am thankful for that tonight. I am thankful tonight that no matter what we're going through, we always have the Spirit of God and the power of God and the name of Jesus that we were singing about, that we can call on. And tonight, um, for some of you, it, it could be that there is a wind of God that is about to blow on your behalf. Tonight, for some of you, it could be that there's about to be a sound, a victory that begins to go forth on your behalf. For some of you, it could be that the Lord is going to restore the joy of your salvation. For some of you, it could be that the Lord is going to heal your body tonight. Amen. For some of you, it could be that fresh strength and virtue is coming. For some of you, it could be that there is fresh faith that's going to settle down on you tonight, that he's going to renew you in this place. For some of you, there could be fresh purpose coming very soon, fresh direction. For some of you, there could be a wall that's about to come down in your life that's been standing for a long time, perhaps. No matter who you are, I believe that the Lord has something for you. And I remind us tonight that our God has all power. Turn to your neighbor and say, he has all power. His power is not diminished in 2022. He is not one ounce weaker than he was when he said, let there be, and there was. He is the same God. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, it says, Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath or spirit of life, and man became a living being. He created us. He knows everything there is to know about us. 
He is never caught by surprise by anything that is going on in our life. And all it takes is just one breath from him to change everything. All it takes is one breath to bring fresh life. One breath from heaven to absolutely revitalize us. Psalms 33, 6, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made. And all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made. All he's got to do is speak a word into your situation. And create a power. And suddenly there will be something that happens. Psalms 135, 6 and 7. He does what he pleases with unlimited power and authority. I want to tell you, God does what he pleases. You can't lock down God. The Antichrist can try to do whatever he wants, but God's always just going to do what he pleases. The government can try to do what it wants. The anarchists can try to do what they want. The devil himself can try to do whatever he wants but our god does what he pleases whenever he gets ready to do something there's not a devil in hell that can stop him he don't have to wait his turn he don't have to take a ticket he don't have to get in line it don't matter what season it is he can make it snow during the summer if he wants to He can bring a 100-degree day in the winter if he wants to. Whatever he pleases, he does. With unlimited power and authority. It's unlimited. Nobody can put it. You can't vote him out of power. You can't bring him down. You can't storm heaven and take away his power and his authority. You can't govern his authority. You can't tell God how much he can bless somebody. You can't tell God how powerful he can move in the earth. The devil can't tell him how much he can bless your life. The devil can't tell him how much anointing he can put on a church. He's got unlimited power and authority. Extending his greatness throughout the entire universe. He forms the misty clouds and creates thunder and lightning, bringing the wind and rain out of his heavenly storehouse. There is no God like our God. So tonight I say, keep on fearing him. Keep on reverencing him. Don't fear man. Don't fear any entity in this world. Don't fear the devil. Our God has all power. Wait on him. Trust in him. Genesis 8, 1. God had not forgotten Noah and all the animals with him in the boat. He caused a wind to blow. And the water started going down. Tonight, to somebody that feels forgotten. To a faithful saint that's been obedient to God's commands. That's been in the process that God has had you in. 
that's been in the perfect will of God. And it's felt like that you were just stuck in the same position. It's felt like that you couldn't get out and you couldn't go forward. It's felt like that you were just on pause. Tonight, I want to tell somebody that's in that position, here comes heaven. I want to tell a Noah that's been faithful and you're wondering, does God remember that he put me in this place? You're wondering, does God remember that I'm doing this because he told me to? Does God remember that he said, if I'll do this, he'll do this. I want to tell you, he remembers and here comes heaven. So you ought to just begin to praise him because the water's about to go down and the door's about to open up and fruitfulness is about to come to your life. Say talabaha. Say talabaha. I'll say it again. There's a wind that's about to blow. In somebody's life, I hear the sound of wind that's about to blow in your life. Exodus 14, 21, and Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. And made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. Exodus 15, 10, Thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. I want to tell somebody that needs God to make a way where there seems to be no way. Somebody that feels like the enemy is catching up. He's bearing down on you. Somebody that's looking and you don't see how you're going to go forward. I want to tell you, here comes heaven. I want to tell you, he's about to make the waters in your life. So you just hold on. You just keep moving forth in faith. You just keep speaking life. Ezekiel 37, 9 and 10. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood up upon their feet an exceeding great Army, I want to tell somebody that wonders if there's hope. I want to tell somebody that's looking at a situation that seems dead. I want to tell somebody that's wondering where is the authority of God? Where's the army of God? You're looking around in your life and you're wondering, can he do anything with this? Yes. I want to say again, here comes heaven. Somebody better get ready because the Lord is about to speak through you. There's a wind. There's a breath of God. There's a breath of heaven that's about to blow. And there's an army that's about to begin to rise somebody on the Jeff campus ought to speak to Jeff right now and you ought to begin to declare that the breath of heaven would begin to blow over Jeffersonville and that there would be life that there would be an army of God that would begin to rise praise him if you believe it's coming
There was a story of a missionary in North Africa whose name is Frederick Nolan. It's been written about in many books. And in his story, Nolan was fleeing from his enemies during a time of persecution in North Africa. Vigilantly pursued by his foes, Nolan was running out of places to hide. Finally, bone tired, he came upon a small cave. Hiding inside, he expected his enemies to find him. Certain that he was awaiting his death, he saw a spider begin to weave a web. And within minutes, the insect had woven an intricate web across the mouth of the cave. Shortly thereafter, his hunters arrived. At first, they suspected Nolan had entered the cave. And then they considered how would it have been possible for him to have entered without destroying the web. And so they left. And Nolan escaped his potential captors. And later, contemplating his fate, he wrote this. Where God is, a spider's web is like a wall. And where God is not, a wall is like a spider's web. I want to tell somebody that's been marching around some Jericho walls. Tell somebody that's fatigued from the march. Tell somebody, tell somebody that's wondering, are these walls ever going to come down? I want to tell somebody that's wondering, these walls have not even diminished even a little bit. Is it possible that it is ever going to change? I want to tell you that wall is nothing but a spider's web to the God that we serve. I want to tell somebody that's been looking at those walls and you've been marching and you're tired and six days and seventh, the seventh day and you've gone around six times. I want to tell you, here comes heaven. I want to tell you, you could be one more lap around. I want to tell you, you could be one more prayer meeting away. I want to tell you, you could be one more minute away from God saying, it's coming down. It's nothing to me. Turn to your neighbor and say, here comes heaven. It's coming. I hear a shout getting ready to come. I hear a shout getting ready to come. 1 Kings 19, 1 through 8. When Ahab told Queen Jezebel what Elijah had done and that he had slaughtered the prophets of Baal, she sent this message to Elijah. You killed my prophets. And now I swear by the gods that I am going to kill you by this time tomorrow night. So Elijah fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a city of Judah, and left his servant there. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day, and sat down under a broom bush and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, he told the Lord. The great Elijah, the great prophet of the Lord, 
bold Elijah. Elijah that looked at the 450 prophets of Baal. Looked at the 400 prophets that sat at Jezebel's table. And said, let's go. Me versus you. I like my chances. Because I've got the God of the universe on my side. And that's all that matters. The God. The, uh, the, the prophet that slew. Those false prophets that had such a relationship with God that he prayed. What a 63-word prayer. And fire came down from heaven. The Elijah that was so bold and confident that he sarcastically made fun of the false prophets. Bishop reminds me of Elijah. I love his sarcasm. Because you see that in Elijah. As they began to get their false gods to answer, he was like, maybe they're at lunch. Maybe your God is asleep. Why don't you scream a little bit louder? Probably laughing his head off at them eating a cheeseburger, saying, you guys are just so stupid. These idiots over here. And then finally said, you're done. He didn't say, are you done yet? He said, you're done. It hasn't worked. Prayed his prayer. Fire fell from heaven. That Elijah got scared and prayed and said, I've had enough. I can't take the attack of the enemy any longer. Go ahead and come get me, God. It's become too much. He said, I've got to die sometime. It might as well be now. Then he lay down and slept beneath the broom bush, but, he, but as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him to get up and eat. He looked around and saw some bread bacon on hot stones and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, Get up and eat some more, for there is a long journey ahead of you. So he got up and ate and drank. And the food gave him enough strength to travel 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Horeb, the mountain of God. I want to tell somebody that feels like you've had enough. I want to tell a bold saint of God. Somebody that knows how to pray. You know how to touch heaven. Somebody that has great faith. Somebody that has prayed and the Lord has moved mightily and fire has fallen. You've torn down strongholds you've wrecked the enemy's camp you are not a weakling but you are strong you are a strong soldier in the lord's army but hell has showed up in your life and hell has tried to begin to wear you out and some of you are wondering i, I don't know if i've got another battle in me i I don't know if I've got another fight in me. Let me talk to somebody that's been walking with the Lord for a long time. I don't know if I've got another fight in me. There's been days where I had to fight, but right now I'm wondering if you should just come and get me right now, God. Because now seems like as good a time as any. And it 
feels like that the enemy has the advantage and he has kind of backed you into a corner and your faith isn't quite where it has been in past times and you, you don't have that thrust for prayer that maybe you had last month or last year or even a few years ago. I want to tell you, Elijah, here comes heaven. I want to tell you that God's not done that he's not going to leave you where you're at that this is not the end of the story this isn't the end of the situation i want to tell somebody the situation that you're in is not going to end like this but here comes heaven i want to tell somebody there's a long journey ahead of you I want to tell somebody the Lord's just getting started. So get up and eat. The Lord's going to feed some people in this house tonight. The Lord, before we walk out of this place, somebody's going to partake of some heavenly strength. And you're going to walk out here ready to keep walking in the purpose of God. Ready to keep walking in the ministry that God has for you. Here comes heaven. Here comes heaven. Somebody in here is going to get a second win tonight. I said somebody in here is going to get a second win tonight. I believe a second win is coming to an elder. It's coming to every campus. Come on, I feel a second win coming to main campus. I feel a second win coming to Hope. I feel a second win coming to LC. I feel a second win coming to our hyphen groups. I feel a second win coming to our youth groups. I feel a second win coming to our kids' ministries. You're not done. You're not done calling fire down from heaven. And I rebuke that shame that's trying to get a hold of you because you've let the enemy get into your head. You're not better than Elijah was. Get up and eat. The Lord still loves you. He still believes in you. I feel Elijah and Elijah getting ready to get up. I feel a prayer warrior getting ready to get up. Come on, the Jezebel thinks he's got some of the prayer warriors worn out. He thinks he's got some of you backed into a corner. But I feel Elijah getting the string back. I feel heaven coming down. And I feel somebody getting ready to say, I'm ready to go the distance. I'm ready to move into the next phase of the journey. We haven't seen the greatest Holy Ghost outpourings that we're going to see. If you're losing faith, get up and eat. The Lord hasn't brought the greatest revival to America yet that we're going to see. If you're losing hope, get up and eat. Isaiah 40, 30, 31, even those who are young grow weak. Even young people can fall exhausted, but those who trust in the Lord for help will find their strength renewed. They will rise on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. 
They will walk and not faint. Some of you, you've been struggling. Some of you are just flat worn out. Some of you are feeling weak, but I feel the wind getting ready to lift you up. I feel you getting ready to go from struggling to soaring with the eagles. I want to tell somebody, here comes heaven. It's about to lift you up. Here comes heaven. It's about to renew your strength. Here comes heaven. It's about to restore the joy of your salvation. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. The Lord's going to help some people. I don't know how much longer I've got more to preach, but I feel the Lord wanting to move. I feel heaven coming into this place. I feel heaven getting ready to come and visit you and visit your situation. If you found yourself away from God, if you feel like, I, I don't feel like I've got the fire that I had at one point, it might be time for you to go back to an upper room. It might be time for you to pray, create in me a clean heart, oh God. Renew in me a right spirit. Lord, restore my loyal faith. Restore, Lord, my faith to where it was. And as you begin to pray that prayer, as you begin to come to God, as you came to him that first time, when his fire settled on you, I feel a fresh fire getting ready to settle on somebody. I feel a fresh wind getting ready to blow on somebody. Come on. Revival and harvest are on the way. Church growth on every campus is on the way. Here comes heaven. Get ready. There's a fresh wind. It's about to give you the strength you need to step into what's coming. Come on. If you're here, we need you. If you're here, we need you for this next season. The harvest is plenteous. We're going to need every single labor. If you're 95, we're going to need you. If you're 9, we're going to need you. So right now in this moment, would you let something fresh come on you? Right now in this moment, would you let the Holy Ghost begin to breathe new life into you? Right now in this moment, as heaven begins to come, would you let the Lord begin to raise you up, begin to revive you? Begin to let fresh anointing oil pour down on the top of your head. Let it run down to the sole of your feet. Come on, obey the Holy Ghost. If you feel like praying with somebody, pray with them. If you feel like getting in groups, get in groups. Come on, here comes heaven. Come on, here comes heaven. I feel fresh strength coming to the greater faith body. I'll say it again. I feel a second wind coming to the grave. The boot camp days were not our greatest days. Come on, I feel fresh passion for the lost. I feel a fresh passion to do the work of God that's ahead of us. I feel fresh energy. Some of you are going to begin to feel that energy once again. Some of you have just been flat tired. You haven't been backslid. You've just been flat tired. You've been laboring. It's been a long season. COVID's been a long season. It's been two to three years of feeling like, what's going on here? Where are the sinners? Where's the revival? Where's the harvest? But I feel a second wind coming. I feel heaven coming. 
I feel the Lord getting ready to breathe into the body of Christ. Come on, yield to it right now. Yield to the Holy Ghost right now. Some of you are going to pray in a dialect you hadn't prayed in in a while. Pray in a dialect you hadn't prayed in before. Some of you feel like you've been hitting the wall. It just feels like vain repetition. You try to get out of it, but it just feels like it ain't there. You try to go deep, and it just feels like you're hitting the wall. You're worn out. You don't feel the freshness. You try to pray with authority, and it just feels like nothing. But there's a fresh wind coming. There's a fresh breath of God coming. Something's about to settle down on you in this place. To the prayer warriors, something's about to settle down on you in this place. You're about to find your strength again. And I know you've been praying. Our prayer warriors have been praying. But fresh strength is coming. Because there's a new day dawning. And there's a breakthrough coming. And God needs you to be recharged. And he needs you to be ready to pray and to work and to war and to build and to sow and to plant. Lord, right now, just like on the day of Pentecost, would you begin to just settle down. Let your fire settle down on every single person. Lord, right now, for just the next few moments, help us to press into something fresh. Right now, for just the next few moments, God, would you minister to every single person right where they're at? Would you be God? Come on, I encourage you to be the body. Find somebody that feels weak. Find somebody that didn't have the Holy Ghost. Find somebody that's been under attack. Find somebody that's been praying for the promise and it still hadn't showed up. Find somebody that's weary. They've given their blood, sweat, and tears. They've labored and labored and labored and labored. And pray that a second wind would begin to come. Lord, would you fall fresh on our young people. Lord, would you pray until something breaks. We're going to pray until the enemy takes his hands off of them. We're going to pray until they begin to rise into the army that they've been called to be. We're going to prophesy to the wind. We're going to prophesy over their lives. We're going to declare that they will live and not die. That they will be the head and not the tail. Come on tonight, here comes heaven. Some of you are going to get your praise back. I said some of you, you're going to turn in your sorrow for joy. You're going to trade your ashes for beauty. You're going to trade the spirit of heaviness for the garment of praise. Amen. 
And suddenly, and suddenly, and suddenly, God, we're believing. We're believing, God, that a wind's getting ready to blow. We're believing, God, that a wall's getting ready to fall. We're believing, God, that a door's getting ready to open. We're believing, God, that you're restoring the joy of some people's salvation. It's a high. Come on, some of y'all about to start beating the devil again. He's been beating you up the last few weeks, the last few months. He may have been beating you up the last few years. But some of you are about to go back on the attack. Some of you are about to pick up the sword again. You're about to find your fight again. Rejoice not against me. Oh, my enemy, when I fall, I shall arise. Come on, if you don't feel like you've even got the strength to pray, you ought to find somebody and say, would you pray for me? Would you lay hands on me? You ought to find you a man of God or a woman of God and say, I'm weary. I'm tired. Would you lay your hands on me? And would you pray that a fresh breath of God would go into my lungs? Yeah, some of you, your foot has come nigh unto slipping, but it ain't over yet. Some of you, spirit of Python has been wrapping you up, but it hasn't killed you yet. It's been squeezing the life out of you, but there's still breath in your body, and there's a fresh breath. Here comes heaven. Here comes heaven. Here comes heaven. There it is. There it is. Come on, don't stop. There it is. Here comes heaven. From the front to the back. From the left to the right. On the old and the young. On the experienced and on the newcomer. On the sinner and on the saint. Somebody right there about to get the Holy Ghost. Here comes heaven. Here comes heaven. Slider, about to renew your relationship with God. Here comes heaven. Come on, somebody ought to praise him like you want to. Somebody ought to praise him like you can hear heaven about to show up in your life. Somebody ought to praise him like heaven is just a few hours away. Just a few days away. Just a few weeks away. Oh, 